Justine here and welcome to my Metaphysical Musings podcast. I am joined here with fellow healer Christian. Hi. And we're here just to discuss 10 minute bite-sized pieces of esoteric musings. And today the subject is plant medicine. Uh, what is plant medicine and sort of we're not we're not here as plant medicine experts um we're just here to talk about sort of the, the the basic ways that we can use plant medicine and i think plant medicine like you've said in the past christian is very much only thought of as going out and getting an exotic probably um sort of mind altering drug in some way hallucinogenic from some different country somewhere under some amazing or just elaborate ritual or whatever but plant medicine can be so much simpler than that and first of all it's a wonderful beautiful thing to look at the plants on the land that you actually live and though I use things uh, for example I do a lot of smudging that again in itself is plant medicine and I will use resins from different countries but we can use plant medicine even as tea. So the tea that you find, herbal medicine. Passing over to you, Christian, because I know you're dying to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was so much of what you said already with smudging, with the plant medicine of psychedelics and so on. And I think nowadays, especially in, in quite urban environment, people are no longer connected to plants. And when they talk about plant medicine, it's basically a way of getting drugged in a kind of fashionable way. So if you use plant medicine like like ayahuasca, iboga, peyote and so on and so forth to get drugged, to get altered your mind, it's basically you're looking for something and you hope that the plant will give you the answer. But the question is, is it really the right environment? Is it really, where is it coming from? A lot of the plant medicine is basically abuse of the plants because nowadays a lot of the native indigenous plants like like ayahuasca and so on are over harvested or white sage so it really creates something so the purpose or what we discussed as a focus for the podcast is plant medicine is really connecting with the spirit of a plant and getting your own experience with it and we have so many plants outside where we can connect with we we can if we want to really work with plant spirits and with plant medicine that's a perfect way so looking out of a window there's a silver birch where you can use the leaves for tea, for example. There are ways to make alcoholic beverage out of a sap of, of birch trees. You can use dandelion and nettles for tea, for foot soaks, for for making soups or, or salads and so on and so forth. And it's a whole it's a whole raft of things that are just outside our doorstep. So I think it's very, very important to connect with those local plants first before we think about traveling the world. Yeah, and I I think key is very much when you want to work with what we call plant medicine is a conscious decision. So that takes an action and the action is making that decision and setting an intention, creating a dialogue and connecting with that plant so before you even use that plant um you know when when you go and seek that plant you you might have gone into a meditation or asked the question use your intuition what would be good for me you you could get a plant book you could flick the pages and see where it intuitively stops 
and then it's literally when you seek that plant if you're getting it actually from nature rather than a packet out of a supermarket um mindfully taking it not just ripping it from our roots um you know it's it's part of your ritual it's part of your sacred process and then communicating with it which i know sounds terribly woo woo but you know you're asking that medicine that plant to connect with you to to support you in some way and making the whole experience um, a ritual rather than just a mindless act of grab that tea bag put it in that cup get on the computer do emails sip your your cup of uh, fennel tea hoping it's going to help your digestion while you're standing there really stressed answering all those emails isn't really the way to to approach if you want to reap positive results yeah and i think it's also when we talk about plant medicine one area where plant medicine is basically still prevalent also we never call it plant medicine is for kitchen you yeah. mentioned teas and there are so there are so many herbal tea mixtures out there so if you try them and then some you might go along very well they they might help you they make you feel calm other might invigorate them so it's to look at the ingredients not just as a fancy title morning tea evening tea so what makes an evening tea an evening tea in comparison to a morning tea so what are the ingredients and, and play a bit around with that also seasoning i mean we we use a lot of plants for seasoning in, in cooking why do we use it for example in germany traditionally you use mugwurf if you if you prepare a goose because it helps with digesting all the fatty parts of a goose so if you know all that then you can also have an idea of how you can use for example plants in healing Uh, another way is obviously the smudging that you mentioned earlier. So try different local herbs like thyme or juniper and smudge with it and then see what you like. What do you prefer? What uh, what is not so your your cup of tea? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think also recommending with, with smudging um, is obviously to dry the plant. Don't make the mistake that I've made when I used to... Um, my mother had a beautiful... She well, still has a bay leaf tree, which I... I now have at home and uh, decided to do a ritual by writing on it and sort of burning the leaf to get rid of my, um, you know, my transform what I had said on the leaf. And uh, it, it acted like a kind of like popping rocket because of all the oils in the leaf is to actually dry your herbs before you light them. Um, definitely to do that. But there are so many ways. So Christians mentioned that you can dry your herbs, make um, smudging bundles out of them. You can use them in your bath. You can drink them as tea. Always we're recommending you look up the herbs first and um, find out about them before you start ingesting them. But also a wonderful um, thing that we've done in the past is using nettles. I was a bit nervous about it, but I did a whole ritual around when we collected nettles and um putting it out get using the energy of the sun then putting them in a in a in a foot bath it was a very grounding experience which was quite extraordinary uh because i was convinced i'd still get stung but um yeah there are so many so many different ways that you can use them you can tie them up into bundles to put under your pillow use them just crushing them to smell them on food yeah i one very nice way for example to use them is tea if you have dried tea in whatever form or shape it's called a sun tea and i think now it's a perfect time of the year to do that where you basically take a, a glass bottle or a glass of fill it with water put the tea in 
and place it into the sun. It's cold water, not hot water. And you let it soak the whole day in the sun. The water gets warm. It's not getting terribly hot. But if you have the right amount of sun, if you have really a window where the sun is coming and shining on it most of the day, you will see that the tea is ready in the evening when you come back. And then obviously you have the energy of the of the sun there who warmed up the water, who then extracted it. It's a very, very gentle way of Mm. Of the tea. Well, you can also go one step further, I'm not getting competitive here, of course, but if you're using your filtered water with your plants in a glass bottle, I say glass, not plastic, it's when the heat goes on plastic, it's not good for the liquids inside. Uh, moon, do it with the moon and pop some uh, crystals around it, um, pointing in with some quartz points. See, there, there are all many beautiful ways um, that you can use plants. I mean, more recently we picked some, well, it was last year, rose hips. And I've been having those for the last few months infusing in um, sugar to extract the vitamin C out of it, which I can then use as a, a syrup. And then I can pour brandy over those rose hips and leave that to set for a few months to have as a, a delicious drink. But that was a a beautiful foraging mindful experience going and getting those and definitely grounding when you're going through the thorns <laughs> i think foraging is also a great way in general to connect with plants and even if it's for a result of slow gin just finding the slows finding when looking at the berries when are they ripe october november how are they changing when are they very juicy and so on and so forth. it's a whole different mindfulness and when you ever make your own slow gin and pick that and really look at it It opens your eyes really to that plant. And I think that's a great way of connecting mm. with it. And we have wild garlic at the moment. So, yeah. yes. So leaving that there with you, a new take on plant medicine, keeping it local and fresh and relevant. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Christian. You're welcome. And we look forward to um, chatting with you again in a couple of weeks.